Hi, it's Bob from Royal Spa. Soaking in a hot tub full of Epsom salts is the absolute best way to minimize everyday aches and pains. And we know all about Epsom salts at Royal Spa. Royal Spa hot tubs are the only hot tubs on the market that can safely and effectively use Epsom salts. Made right here in Indiana, Royal Spa hot tubs are the highest quality hot tubs on the market. Visit any one of our three Indianapolis locations or visit royalspa.com. Ah, Royal Spa. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Bob Lovell, and it's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. High school football sectional semifinals tonight. Plenty of scores to talk about coming up with Eddie Garrison and lots of conversations throughout the night. We're so glad you're with us. And now to the star of the show, the aforementioned Eddie Garrison with a scoreboard update. Thank you, Coach Level. About 40% of the scores are coming through. Still about 60% left. Tweet us those videos at IND Sports Talk on Twitter and also use the hashtag IST. If you go to our page, a pretty cool video from Chris Norton of WITZ. You'll have to go check out the Facebook, or not the Facebook, but the Twitter page to figure out what kind of video I'm referencing. But you also see some highlights on there as well from other games. Nonetheless, let's get to some of the scores from the second round of sectionals from this evening so far. In sectional two, Warsaw defeats Carroll of Fort Wayne by two touchdowns, 31 to 17. Penn shuts out Elkhart 35 to 0. So next week for the sectional two championship, it'll be Penn vs. Warsaw. Fishers and Homestead, that game in the fourth quarter. And they will play Hamilton Southeastern, the winner of that game, because Hamilton Southeastern just straight dominated Fort Wayne Northrop 56 to 7 was the final score with the Royals moving on after their big 49 point win. Moving to sectional eight, Columbus North. Shuts out Jeffersonville 58 to nothing. They will face Center Grove next week for the sectional eight championship game. In sectional 11, Mishawaka defeated Goshen 48 to 14. Moving on to sectional 12, Fort Wayne Snyder defeated Anderson 44 to 14. In sectional 13, Decatur Central shuts out McCutcheon. They go on the road to Lafayette to pick up that win, and the Hawks will face the winner of the Plainfield Quakers and Harrison of West Lafayette. Still waiting scores from sectional 14 in the Whiteland-Terre Haute South game and Franklin and Terre Haute. So, excuse me, Whiteland and Terre Haute North, Franklin and Terre Haute South. Still waiting scores on that one. Tweet those at us at IND Sports Talk. Moving to sectional 18, Northwood defeated South Bend, Washington, 56-14. to Northridge defeated Wawasee by 29. So it'll be Northwood and Northridge next week in the sectional 18 championship. Northridge 49, Wawasee. 20 in sectional 20. Mrs. Cinema is waiting to figure out who they will play next uh, next Friday night in the sectional championship game as they defeated Columbia City, 31 to 15. Moving to sectional 22, New Pal shuts out Greenfield Central, 35 to nothing was the final score. They will play the winner of the Mount Vernon of Fortville and Beach Grove contest in sectional 23. The Greenwood Woodmen will take on East Central in the sectional 23 championship game as Greenwood defeats Jennings County, 43 
to 12. Moving to sectional 27, Garrett. They defeat Heritage by two touchdowns, 20 to 6. And they will face Delta next week in the sectional 27 championship game as Delta defeated Yorktown. A lot of points scored by Vincennes Lincoln in their sectional 30 win to move on to the championship game next week. 63 points, a matter of fact, in the defense. They allowed zero. Gibson Southern defeated Washington by 34 points, 48 to 14. World Series tonight, game one. And the top of the sixth inning right now on Fox, the Arizona Diamondbacks. They are leading the Texas Rangers. They're on the road in this one. Adolis Garcia continues to smash for the Rangers. He has a seven-game hit, an RBI streak. He had an RBI in the first inning, led the Rangers to go ahead two to nothing, but it has been a nice bounce back from the Diamondbacks. Nathan Voldy, four and two-thirds, five earned runs for the Rangers. Dane Dunning now in for Texas. Merrill Kelly has gone through five innings of work for Arizona, and his night is done after throwing 99 pitches. He gave up three runs on four hits. He issued four walks and five strikeouts. Game two of the World Series will be tomorrow. The Indiana Pacers are in action tomorrow evening. They will take on the Cleveland Cavaliers. That is a 7.30 p.m. Eastern tip. And then on Sunday, the Indianapolis Colts, they will welcome the New Orleans Saints to town, and they will have to play without Braden Smith, their starting right tackle, once again. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Eddie Garrison. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk, brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. High school football tonight, sectional semifinals. 6A number four, Cathedral, 42-2 winners over North Central. Bill Peebles joins me. Coach, congratulations to you and your kids on an impressive win tonight. Thanks, Bob. It was a good win for us, and I'm always, at, you know, at this point of the year, you're just happy to win and move on. Yeah, you're happy, you know, with the buy. Obviously, you think you know what you have. You think you, you, you know, it's a good time to heal your bodies and your minds and get prepared to make the run. But uh, again, you never know. It, it's a group of kids, but they seem to respond in both phases, of the, all phases of the game tonight. Yeah, they did. You know, I think especially defensively and special teams played really, really well um, in the first half. It, it was thirty-five nothing at halftime, um, so we had the running clock in the second half, but. It was, uh, you know, defense and special teams were great. Um, only gave up 66 yards uh, rushing, had a special teams touchdown, um, and then had, had good field position all game. So um, then offense played well enough to, 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 to get it to 35. So it was, uh, it, was a good, it was a good win for us. You know, I think uh, Coach Hart's doing a good job. Um, you know, he's take, took over a tough situation there, but he's doing things the right way, and they're going to be better here in the next couple of years. I think you're right. I think uh, you know it's it's a, a tough it's a tough situation. You know what it's like, uh, how tough it is, especially with the schedule you play. But um, it, it's it's an impressive win for you. Now, tell me who win, plays well for you in the win tonight. Yeah, you know, like I said, defense and special teams kind of took over. Jackson Lockhart um, is our free safety. Also returns punts. He had a punt return for a touchdown. Um, was our second leading tackler. Uh, and then it just played a great game. I think that, that um, our kickers did a great job and our coverage teams did a great job. And offensively, you know, Danny still had three touchdown passes. Um, it kind of, you know, played two quarters, and we were fishing in the first half. So it, right. was, it was a good win, uh, but it was a defense and special teams win for us for the most part. Well, defense and special teams win, uh, it, it bodes well 
You're going to advance in tournaments. You understand it. You've won multiple state championships. Those are two key factors of trying to win any type of championship. 100%. And we're, we're going to be facing um, a high-powered offense next week in LN. And, you know, they, they're, they're rolling right now and playing really good football. Well, tonight, Cathedral, very impressive win to start the action off. Uh, very impressive win over North Central 49-2. Bill Peebles, thank you very much for the call, and good luck next week. Thanks, Bob. Thank you. We have, uh, we're blessed to have Mike Kirshner, the head coach at Warren Central, join us. Warren Central with a very impressive win tonight. Uh, in sectional action, they beat Perry Meridian 49 uh, to nothing. Coach, congratulations, and thank you so much for the call. Uh, you're welcome, Bob. I haven't called in all year. It's been kind of a long year, but I, I want to correct something. It was I understand. 49, 49 to 6 was the I, final. I apologize for that. You don't yeah. have to apologize yeah. to me. You know that. <laughs> we, go back, we go back too far. There's, there's no, yes, yes, no need to do yes. that. Yes, we do. Hey, give me an update. Did my son win or not? I can't find anything. I you can't find. I'm with you. I can't. I, uh, no, listen. I can't. I, I don't have it, and I apologize okay. for that. We'll try to All run right. that down before you get off. So you know, you come in tonight, obviously, win and you advance, and and you, your kids, as you've talked about, you've you, you've struggled a little bit. You've been up and down with this bunch. You have to be real thrilled with how they came out and focused on this win tonight. Yeah, we've been. Uh, it, it's been a rough. It's been a rough year. I haven't had one like this in quite some time. So uh, we've had a lot of injuries. We've had, you know, we've lost a couple quarterbacks, and we're playing a freshman quarterback, and uh, he's doing huh. he's doing yes. great. But he's a freshman, you know, right. and our our backup quarterback's a freshman. So it's just it's just it's just kind of the hand we've been dealt, and uh, we've had to fight through some adversity along the way. Like a lot of teams, we're not privy to. You know, not only one having adversity, we all have it. And um, but tonight we we kind of we kind of came out. We were up forty nine to nothing at half and um, played really well. We had we forced five turnovers in the first half. We ended the night with four interceptions, two or three fumbles, and a block punt. And so the best part for me was the kids were having some fun. You know, we've, right. we've gone through three three weeks of. Uh, not having fun, losing is not fun, as you know. You've been a coach a long time; it's just not fun, you know. And we've had some discipline issues I've had to deal with, and some suspensions. And we kind of got things right. The bye week was was good for us to kind of to just kind of get back to doing some things we need to do to be better. So, Brett Cooper's doing a great job at Perry. You know, they just they're just a little bit outmanned uh, right. physically, but they're doing a great job. Mike Kirshner from Warren Central. They beat Perry Meridian 49-6. Mike, thanks so much for the call. Thanks, Bob. You have a great weekend. You too. Our Player with Heart this week brought to you by Bex Hybrids at Bex. We are and will remain farmers at heart. With this Indiana Sports Talk scoreboard updates, I'm Eddie Garrison. Let's give our Class 1A schools some love tonight on round two of the sectionals with sectional championships 
starting to be crowned next week. Sectional 43, Carol of Florida defeats Caston 49-6. They will face the winner of Tri-Central and West Central. Sectional 44, Madison Grant puts up 43 points in their win over North Miami. And the defense for Madison Grant holds North Miami to 14 points. Adam Central's defense much better. They held a shutout in their 48 to win over Southwood, so they will take on Madison Grant next week for the sectional 44 championship game. That'll round out Class 1A scores that we have at this time. If you have any scores and you are listening to us, tweet those at us at Sports Talk, and always make sure to use the hashtag IST. We love those videos and like to retweet any highlights that we can get. In Class 2A, sectional 40, Paoli puts up 50 points in their win over Forest Park, who scores 14. They're waiting to figure out who they will play next week between North Posey of Evansville, modern day. In sectional 39, Eastern Pekin defeats Switzerland County in the shutout variety. 44 to nothing, Eastern Pekin with the win. Sectional 38, Heritage Christian falls to Winchester 20 to 14, a nail-biting loss for Heritage Christian and sectional 38. Moving up to sectional 36, Eastern Greentown shuts out Tipton 42 to nothing in their win and in sectional 30, Vincent's Lincoln dominates Pike Central 63 to nothing. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Eddie Garrison. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk High School Football tonight. Fort Wayne Snyder, number two in 5A, 44-14 winners over Anderson tonight. Kurt Tippman, their head coach, joins me. Coach, thanks so much for the call. Congratulations on a very impressive win for you and your kids tonight. Well, good to get back on the field after a week off you know it kind of felt weird last week not playing and nice to get back in the groove of things and you know a good win heading into the sectional championship next week it is you know it's good to get off but you also you know you, you have a little reservation about a week off uh it's not something you've had during the season so you know, it's, un, it's kind of unfamiliar, and you wonder whether they'll be focused, uh, whether sharp, whatever you want to say, coming off a of bye week. That has to be a concern, but that was answered quickly for you tonight. Well, I, you know, we try to do a good job of going back to work on some fundamental things. I just miss watching us play, you know. It's just not the same, not playing <laughs> on Friday night. And it's a subtle right. reminder that, you know, you got to play well in the playoffs or your season's going to come to an end, and, and you'll be done. That's kind of the the precariousness right. of the season, and it's you know it's you got to treat it as such because it's precious. Please tell me you took your wife out to see a movie last Friday. I, I did, we did not go to a movie, but we we stayed home and watched all these games on on TV. Now, shoot, you can find every game on TV. So we uh, right we uh, we, right. we sat on the, and, and watched it and cre- critiqued everybody. You know, we we blamed all the right. coaches and <laughs> said what they should do. Well, tonight, you know, let's start with your defense. You guys were were dialed in and playing pretty well this evening. We did. We started with a nice three and out and uh, returned the punt for a touchdown. Got us up on the board. Um, Jamari on Cowboy, that's two weeks, two games in a row, I should say, that he's returned a punt for a touchdown and and uh, played well on defense, uh, had three more interceptions on defense and 
did a good job stopping the run. You know, Anderson's a, a young team and certainly, um, you know, working to get better and um, played hard, played extremely hard all night. And uh, we were just kind of got things rolling in the first half. Yeah, you did. You got things really rolling in the first half. You guys understand. I mean, you played for a championship last year. You know what you have to do. You know how you, how you have to be prepared to, to progress in this tournament. Absolutely. It's uh, it's a dire, you know, need right now. You know, you get that 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 uh, experience is on their mind a lot. And, you know, you have to be ready to go every Friday night or, uh, you know, it's going to come to an end. And this is a fun group to be around. They they uh, they they enjoy each other's company. The coaches enjoy coaching the kids. I think the kids enjoy being coached. They enjoy mm-hmm. each other, and that always makes for a good atmosphere. And so we want to just keep things rolling. Who do you play next week? Uh, we will play Fort Wayne Northside, who uh, got the uh, the two week bye into the sectional championship. Mm-hmm. That's always that's always an interesting one. But yeah, we'll play Fort Wayne Northside for the sectional championship. Well, I wish you the best. Kurt Tippman from Fort Wayne Snyder, 44 14 winners over Anderson in sectional number 12. Coach, thanks for the call. Good luck next week. Thanks, Bob. Thank you. Mike Kelly joins me from Hamilton Southeastern, HSE, 56 7 winners over Fort Wayne Northrop tonight. Coach, thanks so much for the call. Congratulations on the big win in sectional number three tonight. Thank you. I appreciate it. You know, it was, uh, as Coach Tidman was just saying, it, it's a challenge when you, you get a week off in the middle of your season. You, you're not quite sure how your team's going to respond. Uh, but I was very pleased with uh, how, how we came out in the first half and really kind of dominated the game early and was able to, to separate ourselves and, and, and put, the, put the game out of reach pretty quick. Well, the other part of it, too, is this is a, a road trip uh, a little longer than probably what you're used to throughout the regular season. So there's another factor you have to consider on how they're going to play. No question. And that's, you know, it's you're on the bus for two hours and you're, and you're wondering if your kids are, you know, at pregame, I'm always wondering if we're, if we're mentally there and, right. and if we're locked in. And, and, uh, and I, I was – proud of our kids i thought they were locked in in terms of uh doing their job and, and being responsible for playing a, a sound discipline offensively and defensively and so it was uh I, I was proud of them for that for sure well i think playing the schedule you play certainly helps you get prepared for situations like this without question yes sir yep yeah you know our, our last game of the season you go to brownsburg and that's about an hour and 15 and uh, by the time you you get around 4:65 and, and on a Friday afternoon, so it makes the travel a little bit interesting. But uh, <laughs> get, get get up the north side is a little bit easier. It's a straight road. Unfortunately, yeah. you get some right. a little stop in traffic and upwind. They can get that figured out. I appreciate it, but uh, it, it was uh, it was it was good a good trip up. We were able to get out of, out of school at 3:15, so that's that's also different for our kids. We usually have a walk through and try and have some mental stuff before we get on the field and we didn't have that opportunity today just just because of uh, the, the travel distance and such so uh, as I said I you know I was proud of our kids and how they came out and responded all right who plays well for you tonight well we had six different guys score for us on offense uh, which was a good thing Jalen Alexander got two uh, Ezra Wallace got two uh, touchdowns uh, Brendan Baker scored uh, scored a touchdown 
Uh, Chandler Weston scored a touchdown. Jewel Dio scored a touchdown. And uh, and then uh, Braden Totten scored a touchdown. So a lot of different guys got the, got a chance to get in the end zone tonight. Um, you know, our, our kick return game, we started off with a big kick return uh, to their side of the ball and kind of set the tone for the night. Uh, we were inside the 20-yard line, I believe, to start the game, which is always a good thing. Uh, and uh, Jewel Gile got a big, big return for us there. And then, uh, and, and then on special teams, our special teams played very, very well as well. So, uh, you know, really in all, all, all three phases, defensively, Judah Parker had a sack. Uh, so, you know, Jack Seifert had a couple big tackles for losses as well. And so um, just proud of how our kids competed tonight. Mike Kelly from Hamilton Southeastern. They beat Fort Wayne Northrop tonight, 56-7. Mike, thanks so much for the call. Good luck next week. Thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank thank you very much. Mike Gillen joins me, the head coach at Mooresville. Mooresville, 23-14 winners over Ron Colley. Mike, thanks so much for the call, and congratulations on the win. Thanks, Bob. I, I, I'm not sure that was even the score, but I think it was a nine-point win. They missed an extra point as time ran out. It stayed more than a touchdown. So I uh, got a good win against a great program in Ron Colley and felt, felt really good. We've, we've, we've been up and down all year, and we've, we've ended the season on a good note here. We've got three straight wins now, and our kids are, are believing, and they're getting what they deserve now. This group is better than a – four and five team and i think we've shown that the last couple of weeks i clearly think you have so how do you do this tonight well our defense uh was outstanding first of all we we led the whole way uh, we got up to through 3-0 at halftime we kicked a field goal and, but we were inside the 20 four times and didn't get any points out of it and our defense just did a great job. We we punted uh, Hogan Denny. We, we kind of quick kick, and he dropped it on the one yard line a couple times and kept him back in a hole. Mm-hmm. And uh, kind of played a little bend don't break defense. And our our kids didn't give up big plays. And but it was a great ball game for us to win uh, against a really good team. Uh, Hunter Bennett, uh, our defensive end, had a great ball game. He has he now has our tackle for loss record i don't even know what it is but he's got the record for our school he's <laughs> just outstanding and i'm just so proud of our defense because they don't get a lot of accolades and i'm just real proud of them. hogan denny broke an 80 yard touchdown run when they got within one touchdown late in the, in the game was about four and a half minutes to go he went off tackle and went 80 yards and uh, he's been doing kind of that stuff all year but he's he's just a great athlete he's 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 a, he's a really good running back and uh Levi Dorn caught two touchdown passes for us, and we put it all together. We had a few too many penalties. We got to we got to talk about that some more. That's been a little bit of a sore thumb for us all year. We got we got to get rid of those penalties, but uh, we hung in there and got the win against a good team. Mooresville over Ron Colley in sectional twenty one. Mike Gillen, thanks for the call. Congratulations and good luck next week. Thank you, Bob. Appreciate it. You're welcome. More football coming up on Indiana Sports Talk. Quick World Series update. They're in the top of the seventh in Arlington. The Rangers and the Arizona Diamondbacks. 5-3 advantage for the visitors, Arizona. They've got two outs in the top of the seventh inning. Texas struck first in the bottom of the first with two, and Arizona put three up in the third inning. We took the lead in the fourth after Texas tied it up at three in the bottom of the third. 
and they've been able to manage that Texas offense ever since the third inning. Adolis Garcia came in with a six-game hitting streak and RBI streak. He's extended both of those to seven. Now back to the high school football scores tonight in sectional 31. Batesville and Indian Creek will face each other next week for the championship. That's because Indian Creek shut out Franklin County 37 to nothing and Batesville defeated Lawrenceburg by a touchdown 20 to 14. In sectional 29, Tri-West was all over North Montgomery. Tri-West will advance on to the sectional 29 championship against Monrovia, who defeated Speedway 20-3. The final score of Tri-West in North Montgomery was 42-6. Hamilton Heights and McConaughey, that game decided by a touchdown 28-21. Final score, McConaughey falls. So Hamilton Heights moves on to the sectional 28 championship game. In sectional 27, Delta and Garrett will face off as Delta defeated Yorktown by a field goal 24-21. Garrett defeated Heritage by two touchdowns 20-6. In sectional 26, John Glenn, they defeated Fairfield 25-8. Knox defeated West Noble 15-13. Evansville Memorial defeated Jasper 17-14 in that sectional 24 matchup. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Jake Gilbert joins me, the head coach at uh, Westfield. They beat Carmel tonight, 37-19. Coach, thanks so much for the call. Congratulations on the win. Hey, thanks for having me as usual. Appreciate it. Great night. You're welcome. Thanks for thanks for calling uh, as usual. I appreciate it. Big rivalry, big game, uh, a lot going on in this ball game, and you got to be real thrilled with how your kids played. Well, we we played great in all three phases. Um, special teams, I thought we made some big plays, a couple of good returns. We uh, blocked a punt. And then, you know, offensively, we, we ran the ball better than we've run it. So we didn't throw mm-hmm. as much tonight. Um, but, I, but you know, I felt like the old line blocked real well. And um, Kendall Garnett had a pretty good game. And uh, we, we just ran it well. But then defensively, we kept them off the scoreboard as 28-zip at half. And just felt really good about about our plan and, um, I guess, the energy our kids had to start the game. Well, you you know, in a situation like this, you better have energy or you're going to be uh, – you're not going to be playing next week. So, right. uh, kids, yeah. kid responded well to to you know play, you beat a good team. I mean, it's a, a good a good football team that you beat tonight. That's been playing very well lately, and so you you know you like how they responded when they needed to. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, got a ton of respect for Carmel. I think John Hebert's one of the very finest people in high school football. They do right. things the right way. Um, I've got good players. So, you know, I'm happy with our seniors graduating and beating those guys the last two years. You know, I'm just really happy for our guys and happy to get another week with them. I'm uh, I'm with you on that. Jake Gilbert, the football coach at Westfield. They beat Carmel tonight 37-19 to move on in sectional four. Coach, thanks so much for the call, and good luck next week. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. 
Darren Fisher from Whiteland joins me. Whiteland beats Terre Haute North 63-15. Coach, thanks so much for the call, and congratulations on a great win tonight. Thank you very much, Bob. Happy for my good friend Jake Gilbert as well. That's a great win for the Rocks. It's uh, sometimes it happens that good things happen to good people. Have you ever noticed that? I agree, agree, a hundred percent. Agree, a hundred percent. I so defensively, offensively, um, you should be real proud of what your kids did tonight. You know, we, we, that's three in a row for us now, and and we just we're getting healthier. So we finally had, right. you know, the last few weeks of practice with all of our guys able to practice. You know, full full participation and. It makes right. a difference. You know how you practice is how you play. And in the middle of the year, we were so beat up, so beat up and hurt that we really weren't able to really exit. We were limping through practice and trying to get guys to Friday. And that really doesn't work very well. So we, uh, we got a running clock at, by halftime. Our kids played really well. We, we, uh, we really, you know, we had one little hiccup on special teams. Mm-hmm. Two, we had two little hiccups on special teams early in the game. Uh, but our kids really responded well and played uh, phenomenal everywhere. I mean, for me to name, we everybody scored. Uh, right, you know, right. on our in our group. I mean, everybody you know played great defense. We uh, everybody on our team played. All seventy five of our guys in uniform uh, got meaningful time in during the game, and um, it was great. It was it was it was just a good team win all the way around. Proud of our coaches, and we had a big crowd drive over, um, and uh, you know we're we're just happy to be moving on to the next round with uh, the momentum. And, and uh, healthy players. So that's a, been a big deal for us. That's what we wanted to do. And, you know, if you'd have told us at the beginning of the year with as young a team as we are that we'd be, you know, 6-4 and four and playing in the sectional championship game with a healthy squad, I'd have, I'd have signed it. I'd have signed on the dotted line if you'd have told me that's what would happen. So, yeah. It's amazing what having all your guys will do for you as <laughs> you witness tonight. It does. And, and, you know, those eight sophomores that we were starting there before we got some of our older guys back, you know, they provided some depth, and when they went in the game tonight, it really there really wasn't any drop-off. So as painful right. as it was in the middle of the year to be young and inexperienced, uh, that's how beneficial it is right now that we're able to keep guys fresh and, and uh, you know, play some guys that have some confidence. And uh, it makes a difference. It, it really does. It's uh, Like I said, it's a painful problem. The race to maturity is a painful process. For a coach, you know that as well as I do. But right, you know we right. we kind of have gotten to this point, and we've really matured and grown up. We practice better, um, you know. You play better, and uh, we're, you know, we're we're hoping that uh, we know it's going to be. We've got a sectional championship game at our place, and and it, you know, we can't ask for any more now. It's an opportunity. Sectional fourteen tonight. Whiteland beating Terre Haute North sixty three fifteen. Darren Fisher, thanks so much for the call. Good luck next week. Thank you, Coach. Thank you. Thank you. Chuck Freebie joins me. The legendary Chuck Freebie from WHME. Uh, he has the call of Knox's 15-13 win over West Noble in sectional play tonight. Chuck, thank you so much for the call. Sectional 26. This is a great game. Two evenly matched teams, and what a fun night. Both teams 10-0 coming in, Coach, and both uh, with great veteran coaches, Monty Mayhorter has been at West Noble for 25 right. years. They have not been to a sectional championship since 1990. They haven't even played in a sectional championship since 1990, and they have to try to go through a 10-0 Knox team tonight. 
and the old cattle farmer, Russ Radke, gets win number 402, uh, thanks to the bell cow, Miles McLaughlin, who had 131 yards rushing on 27 carries and both of nine touchdowns. He's only a sophomore. He's already knocks his all-time leading rusher, broke his daddy's record, and he looked the part tonight. Well, Russ Radke, for those in central Indiana or around the state don't realize, you know it. He's a Hall of Fame coach. He's won a lot of games. Uh, he plays it his way. Uh, you're going to have to beat them. They don't beat themselves. And when they're playing uh, as, as they're capable of playing, they're very difficult to beat. Well, their defense was very good tonight, Coach, and uh, helped this West Noble team that came in averaging 39 points a game to just 13 points. West Noble hit a couple of big players. Fernando Macias, their backup running back, got the ball on a couple of counter plays. He took one to the house on a 39-yarder, took another one for 53 yards. Drew Yates, their senior quarterback, threw a touchdown pass. But in the end, it was West Noble's dominance on the line of scrimmage, especially the offensive line where they could just control time of possession and control the football. Uh, Not only did McLaughlin get 131 yards, Jake Conroy, their other good running back, was right around 100. And Ox is going to take that physical rushing attack into the sectional championship game next week with an 11-0 record and face a John Glenn team that they battered about earlier this season. Uh, John Barron's team got a nice win over Fairfield tonight. And so it's Knox and Glenn for the sectional championship in Class 3A, Sectional 26, next Friday night at Community Field in Knox. Two of the best coaches to ever coach in our state squaring off against one another in John Barron and Russ Radke. That'll be a great matchup. There will be no lack of experience there, nor will anything (laughs) happen that neither of them have seen before. Chuck Freebie, the Hall of Famer from WHME on the call of Knox's 15-13 win over West Noble. Chuck, thanks so much for the call. I hope I get a chance to talk to you next weekend. Bob, it's always a pleasure. Thank you very much for having me. You're welcome. Thank you. Much more to come. We have, um, it's like a who's who. Greg Rakestraw is going to join us after this scoreboard update and then talk about... um, the Ben Davis and Brownsburg matchup. Uh, we'll also have Andrew Smith on the new POW win over Greenfield Central. That's coming up after this upcoming scoreboard update. Again, a reminder, stay with us throughout the night. We've got a lot more football to go. And join us tomorrow night talking m- more high school football. Paul Condry will join me and recap the night, plus full day of college football. So join us tomorrow night on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Coming up, scoreboard update with Eddie Garrison and then Andrew Smith, Greg Rakestraw, talking about high school football on Indiana Sports Talk. Second round of sectionals this weekend for the IHSA State Football Tournament. Let's keep recapping some of those scores. In sectional 24, Evansville Memorial, they edge on to move on to defeat after defeating Jasper 17 to 14 in sectional 23, Greenwood all over Jennings County 43-12 was the final score. So the Woodmen moving on to the championship in sectional 23. In sectional 22, New Pal shuts out Greenfield Central 35 to nothing. They will move on to the sectional 22 championship match. And in 
Sectional 21. Mooresville, they move on. They defeat Ron Colley 17-9, one of the lower-scoring games in tonight's games in Week 20. 31-15 final score. Columbia City falls to Mississinawa. Kokomo in that sectional. That is 20. They shut out Marion 35 to nothing. And sectional 19. Leo puts up 45 points in their 45-42 win over East Noble to advance to the championship game in sectional 19. And Class 4A sectional 18. Northwood and South Bend, Washington combined to score 70 points. The majority of those coming from Northwood. They put up 56 in their win. North Ridge and Wawa C combined for 69. 49 of those go towards North Ridge. 49-20 over Wawa C. So Northwood will take on North Ridge. And next week's Class 4A Sectional 17 championship game. Moving up to Class 5A Sectional 14. Terre Haute South. They defeat Franklin 14-10. In Sectional 13, Decatur Central shuts out McCutcheon 33-0. And in Sectional 12, Fort Wayne Snyder 44. Anderson 14. Welcome back, everyone. One of the premier games of the night, Ben Davis and Brownsburg. What a matchup it was. This is uh, number two and number three in 6A. Greg Rakestraw has the call of this game on the ISC Sports Network. Ben Davis, 28-25 winners over Brownsburg. Greg, You've done a lot of games. I've helped you with some of these games that you've done a lot of games. I have to guess that this might have been one of the most exciting games you've been able to do. This is up there uh, just because of the way that it unfolded. Brownsburg scored on a Garrett Sherrill touchdown run from 45 yards. That's to make a 25-7 to on the first play of the fourth quarter. With nine minutes and 15 seconds left to go in the game, it was still 25-7. to Less than a minute later, it was 25-20. to Ben Davis scored. Brownsburg threw a pick six on the second play of their next drive, and it was on. Ben Davis would be stopped at fourth and one at the 18-yard line with six minutes left to go, but got a defensive stand. Thomas Godkowski would score the go-ahead touchdown, a rushing touchdown for Ben Davis from 16 yards out, a little more than two minutes to play, and their defense would hang on as Ben Davis Knocks off Brownsburg 28-25, scoring 21 answer points in the final nine minutes and 12 seconds of tonight's game. If someone had told you before the game that uh, Ben Davis would score 21 unanswered, I think your your response would have been, "I doubt that." And so give right. Ben Davis credit because it's a, great, it's a great. These are two great football teams. Correct, uh, and and Ben Davis will tell you that Brownsburg certainly helped them out in this, but Ben Davis. Made a lot of mistakes early in tonight's game. Those mistakes didn't happen late in the game. But Thomas Godkowski, uh, who was going to play Miami, Ohio next year, one of the best quarterbacks in the state, mm-hmm. uh, he had a completion percentage under 50% tonight, which is unlike him. Threw an interception, just his fifth of the season. He got hurt against Lawrence Central in week number eight. Did not play in week number nine. He really hadn't played a full game since you know the end of September. And maybe showed some signs of that ring rust a little bit tonight. But he made plays with his feet instead. He had two rushing touchdowns all season. He had two in tonight's game. He finished just shy of 90 yards rushing. Um, some drop passes by Ben Davis receivers, which were uncharacteristic. But, Bob, they just kept battling. Um, and, and against a team that knocked him out of the postseason last year, against a team that beat him in the opening week of the season last year, they did not play this year in the regular season. Ben Davis just dipped down and found something. 
and, and they get to move on to play rival Pike next week in the sectional championship game. Greg Rakestraw, what a great night, Greg. Thanks. You're calling us tomorrow night, aren't you? We're going to talk some ball tomorrow night. I will call you tomorrow night. Now, I'm going to be talking soccer, but not of the Indy 11 variety. I've got the 2A and 3A boys state championship games tomorrow afternoon. Then I've got that other type of football on Sunday. So we can talk some Colts and Saints tomorrow night if you'd like to as well. We might, we might find something to talk about. Greg, thanks for the call. Have a great night. Thanks, Bob. New Palestine beats Greenfield Central 35-0 tonight. Andrew Smith from the New Pal Radio Network. What an impressive win tonight for the Dragons, Andrew. Yeah, the Dragons have won a lot of football games in Kyle Ralph's 11 years. Tonight might have been one of the most impressive, given the caliber of opponent. These two teams right. played five weeks ago, and it was a knockdown, drag-out game that was a 21-14 contest that – came down to Newpal getting two big defensive stops in the fourth quarter. Tonight, really the tone was set on the opening play of the game. Greenfield Central out of the wishbone ran a, a dive play to the fullback and it got blown up for a four-yard loss. Three consecutive negative plays on the first series of the game and a punt. And then Newpal just took the ball and kind of gave Greenfield Central a dose of its own medicine. Mm. Just three yards, three yards, four mm-hmm. yards, and just methodically marched down the field. Uh, Kyler Kropp finished that with a one-yard run, and then another three and out, another touchdown. Okay. The Dragons were up 14 to nothing, and they were on their way. Grayson Thomas hey, runs for 147, yeah. Yeah. and uh, in the Dragons win. Andrew, hang on here through this uh, short Will break, do. okay? Will do. We'll come back, talk more about New Pals' win over Greenfield Central on Indiana Sports Talk. Welcome back. Let's resume our conversation with Andrew Smith, New Palestine over Greenfield Central, 35 nothing. You're talking about uh, New Pal, you know, after a first drive by Greenfield Central, and New Pal gets the ball and then kind of dominates from there. Andrew, yeah, I'll let was, you pick it back up. Yeah, it was really just a dominant performance by, by the line of scrimmage. And Ian Moore, the left tackle, headed to Ohio State, you know, leading the way, and then four underclassmen as well. But um, And that was kind of what new pal did they lined up and uh said we're gonna run the ball at you stop us and uh the dragons <laughs> ran for 362 yards tonight grayson thomas their outstanding senior running back 147 yards and two touchdowns he became the or became the fifth person the sixth 2000 yard season in new pal history tonight and uh, kyler crop ran it for 110 yards and three scores and um, New Pal led it 21 to nothing at halftime. The game still maybe hung in the balance a little bit. Six snaps in the second half yielded two touchdowns, including three or four plays of 25 yards or more between Grayson Thomas, Gavin Neal, and Kyler Kropp. And, uh, and it was a running clock game, which I don't think anybody expected uh, when number no. three faced number four. But uh, New Pal's defense was also dominant. Michael Thacker, a very good defensive lineman, the All-State defensive lineman, did not play in the first game. He had a couple of sacks tonight and uh, was very disruptive. And Newpal had gr- held Greenfield to 139 total yards. It's a fifth straight game. Newpal's held a team to fewer than 200 yards. They have allowed uh, just 21 points in those five games and back-to-back shutouts to open sectional play. And they'll face a pretty high-powered offense next week up at Mount Vernon in a rematch of what was a 63-39 game in Week Four. It's a quite an impressive run, though, right now, and it, it it harkens back to those championship runs, does it not? 
Yeah, and this is a young team that I think took a little while to find its footing. They suffered a lot of injuries during the regular season mm-hmm. and were shorthanded a lot. Now they're starting to get a lot of guys healthy, and it's all coming together. And the one thing about those championship teams, everybody talked about the offense, but it was the defenses that really carried them, and that's what's really mm-hmm. carrying this team. And what's scary is uh, that this team starts – eight underclassmen on the defensive side mm-hmm. of the ball, too. Mm-hmm. So uh, all three linebackers are sophomores and juniors, as as well as most of the secondary. And uh, uh, and you've got an All-Stater and Michael Thacker up front and another one and Ian Moore up front, another possible one in Brock Brownfield. That's your defensive line. And uh, and then uh, three sophomore and, and junior linebackers behind them in uh and Garrett and Josh Raines and Alex Gould and Alex Gould had an interception tonight. It's uh, a really impressive uh, defense. And then offensively, they've really committed to just running the football with Grayson Thomas Mm -hmm. and and Kyler Kropp. And then uh, the quarterback, Gavin Neal, is a good dual threat guy. He's 6'3", 210 pounds uh, as a sophomore. So a a really solid team. It's rounding into form uh, just at the right time of the season. New Palestine, 35 nothing winners over Greenfield Central. Andrew Smith, thanks so much for the call. Have a great night. Thanks. You too, Coach. Coming up, much more football. We're going to talk about Culver Academy's big win over Highland, plus more after this upcoming scoreboard update on Indiana Sports Talk.